is Nigeria Daily. My name is Lilian Ogazi. Things are getting tougher by the day. The dollar is rising. The cost of living is skyrocketing. A single source of income can barely do anything for an individual, talk more of a family. Hence, an extra source of income would be the best option for family survival, even individuals. But what kind of side business can a salary earner who is a 95 office goer do on the side that would interfere with the corporate job and still give them an extra cash? Mr. Johnson tells us how he manages it all. My name is Johnson Suleiman and I work in a private firm in Abuja. I also have a side business, which is my transport business. I have um, three vehicles um, on the uh, ride hailing app here in the Federal Capital Territory. It's my side business and it's what's been um, keeping me afloat ever since in this um, economy. So it's a business that is quite serious, being able to follow up my drivers, being able to track my vehicles um, almost um, constantly because of the state of the country. It's, uh, there are a few challenges I get to experience, which makes it a little tedious due to having genuine or honest drivers because today we start off we hear that the the engine has this issue so they are unable to meet up with their weekly remuneration so uh, those were the few challenges i experienced at first and i still do experience so it's something that um, makes it a little tedious as a side business but it's been very profitable and it's what has kept me up and my family afloat because um, uh, this that extra income that I get every week, every two weeks sometimes. So I'm really, um, it's something that adds to my salary and it's just that's what it is. So anyway. That was Mr. Johnson there telling us how he runs his 9 to 5 and his transport business at the same time. You are listening to Nigeria Daily. We're going on break. Do stay. It's enlightening. It's incisive. It's analytical. It's entertaining. It's educating. It's the bearing. A podcast from Daily Trust addressing issues that have direct bearing in your life. Join us every week on www.dailytrust.com. Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Daily Trust. On Twitter at twitter.com forward slash Daily Trust. And on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash Daily Trust. To listen in, join us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify and TuneIn Radio. You're welcome back. This is Nigeria Daily coming to you from Daily Trust. In this episode of our podcast, we're talking to 95ers and telling them ways at which they could make money on the side. Legally, 
public servants are only permitted to be engaged in livestock business and farming in addition to their government jobs, meaning they can only be farmers compared to people who work in the private sector and are still nine to fivers. Although sometime in 2020, the House of Representatives tried amending the Code of Conduct Bureau and Tribunal Act to allow public servants own and run other private businesses apart from farming that is already allowed by the law. However, that particular one is pending in the books of history. But is there a legal loophole whatsoever to assist public servants own businesses aside farming? Well, let's hear from a legal expert. Okay, so my name is Mutu Akisaya. I'm a lawyer and a private legal practitioner. Okay, so uh, the Constitution is very clear about it. Um, Section 2 of the 5th Schedule uh, to the 1999 Constitution of the Federal Republic of Nigeria states clearly um, that anybody who is in full employment, right, mm. or who engaged in the full employment as a civil servant cannot participate or engage in any other private business except farming. Uh, so what that means is that any other business, by whatever name it is called, anybody who is a civil servant, and while receiving payment from the government as a civil servant, cannot engage or participate in those businesses. Yeah. And then when you say participating in those businesses, what it means is that he or she is involved in the day-to-day -day running of those businesses. If you say a director of a company, for instance, a director of a company is involved in the day-to-day -day running of the business of the company. But if you say a shareholder, a shareholder only has investment in the company or in the business okay. and does not engage in the day-to-day -day running of the business. So the interpretation of this is that a civil servant can have an investment where he or she gets additional source of income. What the Constitution only disallows is for he or she to participate in the day-to-day -day running of that business. Oh. Because that automatically will clash with uh, his or her employment under the civil service. That was by Samitu Akisoya, a legal practitioner there speaking. What kind of business can a public servant or a private sector 9-to-5-er do in the modern-day Nigerian economy? A business expert educates us. Uh, my name is Dr. Emmanuel Bashai. Uh, I'm a businessman and also a business consultant. I live in Abuja. All right, sir. As a business consultant? Um, I mean, there are quite a lot of uh, businesses that people can do. However, uh, those who are called civil servants working for the government, uh, the law permits the civil servant, apart from his regular work, to... Uh, also engage in farming. Uh, farming is uh, authorized by law for a civil servant uh, to be able to do outside of his uh, core work. Uh, however, you know, uh, there are a couple of constraints that might not allow everyone to be able to engage in farming. Uh, land might be an issue. Uh, the scale at which you can be able to do that might be an issue. Availability and the distance from where you are to where you can get that land could be an issue. So there could be other businesses that uh, a civil servant can engage, especially in the current situation where multiple streams of income is very key. Mm -hmm. There are other businesses that a civil servant can engage in that will not necessarily uh, affect his core work, meaning he 
is able to give his time to the work that gives him his main income, and then can also have some other side income that come into uh, augment uh, what he does. Okay, mm-hmm. so I, I I can give you a few examples. Okay. Uh, yeah, uh, a civil servant can work as an estate agent. I mean, you heard that uh, house number five, X Y Z Street, is selling. You can talk to people that you believe can afford to buy the house, you market the house, and when you bring a buyer, you get a small commission. Mm-hmm. That doesn't in any way have to affect your work because you don't need to leave work to go do that. You talk to people within your network. You see, you can do that conveniently alongside uh, your regular work. Okay, people can, uh, can do small chops, pastries and all. These are things that can be done at home. Uh, a woman can wake up very in the morning and can do popcorn and put them into nice packaging. Mm-hmm. And when you get to the office, you can sell to colleagues. Mm-hmm. That can give some extra cash apart from what you, you typically uh, do. Some people can do event management. They have the skills. They have the understanding of how that works. You can do that typically mostly on weekends when you're not working. So you can have that as a side hustle that can bring in some extra income for, for you as a person. A whole lot of other things people can do tutorial centers. You can teach people, children on weekends or after work where you can do home lessons. As a civil servant, you can do that. The law permits you because, I mean, it's outside, outside of your work hours. Mm-hmm. So you can go do the teaching and then you can get some extra income at the end of the day. You know, you can also have like a barber salon or a hairdressing salon mm-hmm. where you do it at, after work. You close on work at 5 p.m. You can take uh, go to your salon, work till eight, uh, nine p.m. and close, and still get some extra income. You see, the thing is, we have to come up with creative ways to do some things, and there are a torn load of excuses that we can give for not doing something. But with the way things are now, we need to find something extra apart from uh, our normal uh, work, which we do. Okay, but. Um... And then, I'm sorry to cut you short now. In we know how much, as in we know how salaries are being paid and all. These um, businesses you mentioned, how cost effective are they, and how affordable are they for civil servants? Are they no some sort of businesses that could be done with little or no, you know, as much um, capital? Yeah. So the the the, the business I'm talking to you about uh, do not require so much capital. You know, I know that civil servants are not very rich people. Their income is not so large that they can save so much. Uh, but then uh, you can start it as a small side hustle. I mean, if you look at the examples I give you, not uh, most of those are examples are things that require not so much money. Okay, if you, for example, want to do a hairdressing salon, uh, first you need to just rent a shop because you need a physical presence, right? And then you you buy the basic necessities, maybe hand dryer, the dryer itself, just some basic things that you can afford. If you want to put a, a music system in the shop, you don't have to go buy a new uh, home theater. You can carry one in your house and take it to the shop. Mm. I mean, at the end of the day, you're saving costs in buying a new gadget. So you know, you you create, you come up with some creative ways of bringing in things that you could. I mean, you can carry one of the sofas in your house one of the three-seater cushions in your house and come and keep it in your salon. I mean, what? how much money is it making sitting in your parlor anyway? Uh, you know, I'm just giving you uh, some, some, some things that you can do because at the end of the day, if you don't take that effort, you'll say, oh, my salary is small until the salary. You can do, uh, people do our job, uh, mm-hmm. Adashi as they will call it, maybe 
two to uh, ten ten thousand naira every month, ten of them. So that will uh, for them like one hundred thousand naira. You can use that one hundred thousand naira to able to to put into this business. So you see, these are all ways that people can raise funds, uh, especially for the places where you cannot do but use money. But for the other ones, when somebody has to do home lessons, you don't need money for that. Mm. Or you need to do become an estate agent. You don't need money for that. Mm. You know. So these are all things that can be done. It's just the willpower and the, the drive to want to do it. Yes, there are, there's, there's, you have to get to the point where you need the money to do it. Mm. But uh, money should not be the first uh, preoccupation. You need to come up with the ideas and then come up with the plan in place to be able to drive some of these things. And, so, and, and yes, be dedicated as well. Exactly. Be consistent. You know that if you need to close from work at five and you have your salon to go to, you know you cannot finish from work and be chatting with people. You close from work, you go home. I mean, go to your place of business. So you don't sit down and do frivolous things because you don't have the time anymore. You need to maximize the, the little uh, window that you have to, to make the business work for you and cater for you and your family. That was Dr. Bashai, a business expert, speaking. And that wraps up the show for today. Thank you so much for listening. My name is Lilian Ogazi. Bye for now.